Hi guys, welcome back to another episode. I'm back in the studio here recording a couple of episodes. So this is going to be part four, step four from my new workbook. It's like a mini workbook, I should say, Overcoming the Fear of Starting. And I jumped into this workbook and I'll tell you why, just because you're listening. If this is the first time you're listening, I want to tell you why and how it got developed. So what I found personally, one of the things that held me back was fear of starting, was being embarrassed, seeing, wondering how people were going to take it, um, worried about people's reactions, um, thinking more about the outside self, a fear of failure, what people th- say if I failed. Um, and so that was what stopped me from starting. So like, if you don't know me, my name is Stephanie J. Um, I talked about myself in the intro. I'm a mom, a wife, um, a nurse by my career, but by passion and love, I'm a life coach that helps women overcome challenges from their past so they can move into their true self, their sweetest self. And I love that because so many of us have gone through challenges in our life that have held us back and created insecurities that keep us from taking that leap of taking a risk and doing something we've never done before, or even trying something that's like really natural to us, but we're just afraid how other people will react. And, you know, I'm 52. And so as I've grown older, one thing that I've definitely learned is that time is not on our side. So as I'm recording this, today is the 26th of January, and it was a day that Um, Kobe Bryant's life and his daughter's life and three other people on a helicopter were killed suddenly. And it's just a constant reminder to me that he left a great legacy. Like he left a huge legacy for his family, for all of us, for people who don't even know who he is. Um, He did what he was called to do and he did it well. And I, you know, think that it's really great that he has this legacy, but I look at the people around me and myself and I think, So what are we doing to leave our own legacy? Um, And so getting over the fear of starting is one of the things, one of the resources I really hope will help any of you out there who want to leave a legacy, want to, you know, stand out, step out and live your purpose on earth, but are a little afraid. And that's what I'm hoping that this little workbook will do for you. Um, And we can work along together and work on keeping you from holding yourself back and living out your true legacy that God has planted you here for. Having said all that, if you haven't gone through episode 36 and 37, which were step one and two, um, you might want to go back and listen to those real quick um, after you listen to this or before you listen so that you can get every step in that I'm talking about during this month. Um, So this is step three I'm going to talk about today. And step three is research, research, research. Um, I'll talk a little bit more about research, not getting caught up in research, but first, research. So that is, this is the meat and foundation of where you want to be. Um, start somewhere, just start somewhere. I mean, like I tell my daughter when she's like, I don't know how to find out about that. Um, there's this little thing called the internet. Yeah, it's huge. And like, you can go on there and there's like anything you want to find. It's like crazy. And there's this little search engine called Google. Yeah. And it's really cool. You can type in whatever you want to find and it'll give you information about it. So I'm not going to talk to you like I do my 16-year-old, but I may have to, that you can Google search anything. You can go to YouTube. You can go to Pinterest. There are tons of free resources. Like in this day and age, there are really no excuses for not knowing, not being able to find resources. You can find books. You can go to Amazon and find books about it. You can search and Google books for whatever topic you want to learn more about. But honestly, wholeheartedly, 
there really is no excuse. I mean, I was raised in the 80s. And in the 80s, we didn't have no internet. We didn't have, we had to go to the library. Um, yeah, we couldn't go look on, do our papers from home. You had to leave the house and go get resources. So I'm not hearing any of your excuses. Um, they're right at your fingertips. So the other thing, having said that, that you need to get started on research and you need to spend time on research. Don't get stuck here. Don't, do not get stuck here. That's what they call analysis paralysis. When you're stuck in the research phase. Um, during this step, do you take time? Well, during the research phase, you want to take time to develop knowledge you need to take the steps forward. And here's the thing, as you're learning, you can take steps. So as you're learning more about what you want to pursue, whatever that is, you can start taking steps. You can start taking baby steps, but continue to grow and learn. I mean, most people, even professionals, they continue to grow and learn in the careers or paths or whatever they're in. You're, they never stop. So here are four things that will help you move forward. Number one, as you're doing your research, find a place to keep all of your notes. Like have just one notebook dedicated or do a folder that has places where you can print stuff off and, you know, you have a folder place, but have a space dedicated just for that information so that it doesn't end up on a piece on the back of a receipt on the piece of a paper thrown in your desk on a post-it note. I love me some post-it notes. Nothing against, no shade against post-it notes, but those things are dangerous and they go everywhere and that sticky does fall off. It does not always stick. So put it in a place where you know you can go back to, you can find that research, you can look at it again and again, you can add to it. And I always have some place you can also put print off papers because I'm one of those people that like, I have a tendency to print stuff off. It's probably not good for the environment or the trees, but um, I like to have paper in my hand. So if I see an article or something, I want to print it off. So yes, have a place to put any print offs and where you can write notes. So they do sell folders that have, or binders and notebooks that have folder sections and notebooks to write in. So there's plenty of those resources you can use. Um, number two, write your goal at the top of your notes. So before you even start, write what you're looking for. Write down like this notebook is for researching um, how to start a lemonade stand and make money and that have your focus on that all the time. And if you want to, to be consistent, to be, keep your mind focused, right there at the top of every page so that every time you're doing research, every time you open that notebook, no matter what page you turn to, you see that goal or that intention at the top. Number three, allow yourself time in your day to spend doing research. So just set aside like 15, 20 minutes. Now, like if you're like me, like I have trouble with that because once I start getting into researching something, um, I, go, I can go down a rabbit hole. I can stay there for hours. So set a timer, set a timer on your phone. And if you want to dedicate 15 to 20 minutes of every evening doing research, do that and just do it for that time. And then mark where you left off and then come back the next day. It doesn't have to be like an all or none. Like I'm sitting down doing research and I'm going to spend the next five hours. You can just dedicate a small amount of time and focus your time totally on doing that. Don't get distracted by your phone. Set your timer and gather that information. And number four, be sure not to get stuck in this step, like I said before, analysis paralysis, where you're analyzing so deeply how to do it that you never, ever, ever start. I've seen it happen. I've seen people buy all the materials, buy all the pieces. Um, they're going to take a, they're going to do like a training class. They buy the book, they pay for the class, they do all that, and they never take the test. They never take the class. They never do the work. 
they get stuck in finding out about it. And so where does that leave them? Where does that leave you? In the exact same position, but with less money and less time on your hands. So use your time wisely um, and just keep taking, as you take steps, as you do research, take steps. And that's um, step three. Step three, you can spend a lot of time in or you spend a little time in. The one thing I want to encourage you is when you are doing research about something that you want to achieve, that you take steps while you're doing the research. Um, and, and take, you know, like if you're really cautious, take safe steps, right? Um, because you, you don't want to take a step that you make a financial, you know, you, you create a lot of financial problems for yourself because, you know, say you want to start a clothing boutique. Um, and you don't spend any time researching the clothing, clothing boutique. You don't know anything about where the clothes are coming from, the company or anything. And you go off and you buy like $5,000 worth of clothes. And you really don't know what you're doing. You haven't researched. I'm giving you an example that I used. <laughs> this is me. This is something I did. Um, I, I started my boutique. I did research the company. I was so excited about it. And like I saw how people have been successful at it. So uh, me and my husband, you know, we came in together and we bought all the pieces to start this boutique. The one thing that I didn't do that I wish I had done is learn about the industry, learn about the clothing industry, learn about um, how to have a boutique, um, do more research on that. I did not do that. But I did take that step. So as I had the boutique, I learned more about it. I did more research. I attended webinars. Um, I, I found people online to follow that talked more about it. So I did develop those skills and do that research, but I had already invested in it. So I had vested interest to see it succeed also. So you can do it what way works for you, but you have to know, you know, know yourself, number one, and um, continue taking steps. So if you're doing research and say you, you know, you just take a step and buy a few clothing or, you know, you want to start a boutique and you buy half the amount of clothing, you start slow. Start where you're at, but do take steps. So that's step number three, research, research, research. Don't forget to grab your copy of Overcoming the Fear of Starting. You can get it on Amazon. Just type in Overcoming the Fear of Starting, and you can probably type in my name. I don't know. There may be a lot of Stephanie Jacksons out there, but Overcoming the Fear of Starting, you can grab that workbook on Amazon, um, and we can start working through it, figure out the best steps for you to take, but take it in your own time. And as always, you guys keep reaching for your sweetest life. If you know someone that this may help, that, you know, someone that this may benefit, please make sure to share it. I appreciate that my mission, my purpose, my goal is to help women live their sweetest life and to really move past anything that's stopping them. So if you know someone that this could benefit, please share it with them. We sisters, we got to stick together and keep each other going. Um, we cannot um, let any of us fall by the wayside. So if you know someone that's help, please pass it on. Okay, I'm going to get out of here because it's Sunday night and I want to get this to you by Monday and um, I will catch up with you on the next podcast. Don't forget to follow me on Instagram. I'll be going live this week on Instagram, talking about step two, which you can listen to on episode 37. Um, and I'll talk more about that. I'll be open for question and answers. So if you have any questions about um, overcoming the fear of starting or taking steps towards your vision, purpose, and goal, meet me on Instagram on Wednesday night. I think it's going to be Wednesday night. Yep. Monday night, the 20, what, that the 29th, I think, the 29th of January. And catch that live to learn and talk and inter, you know, 
got some questions ready. I want to talk about you. I want to hear what's going on with you, and I want to hear where you're headed. So yes, share, like, comment, um, and if you get a chance, leave a review because that really I love hearing your reviews and what you guys um, think about what you're hearing. So I'm out of here. You guys have a great week, and I'll catch it with you next week. Hello, welcome to an episode from the Sweet Life of Stephanie J podcast reaching for your sweetest life and you know what your sweetest life is it's the life that you live that you enjoy that you love that you have peace of mind and that you can grow and grow to your fullest potential in that's a sweet life and I love to bring you resources I love to bring you people who have provided me with inspiration and motivation and provide me with information. And so I want to bring you those same resources to help you build your sweetest life. I'm working on my sweetest life every day. I'm closer to it. And I want you to be closer every day too. Welcome to the sweet life of Stephanie J. Hi guys, welcome back to another episode. I'm back in the studio here recording a couple of episodes. So this is going to be part four, step four from my new workbook. It's like a mini workbook, I should say, Overcoming the Fear of Starting. And I jumped into this workbook and I'll tell you why, just because you're listening. If this is the first time you're listening, I want to tell you why and how it got developed. So what I found personally, one of the things that held me back was fear of starting, was being embarrassed, seeing, wondering how people were going to take it, um, worried about people's reactions, um, thinking more about the outside self, a feeling of failure, what people th- say if I failed. Um, and so that was what stopped me from starting. So like, if you don't know me, my name is Stephanie J. Um, I talked about myself in the intro. I'm a mom, a wife, um, a nurse by my career, but by passion and love, I'm a life coach that helps women overcome challenges from their past so they can move into their true self, their sweetest self. And I love that because so many of us have gone through challenges in our life that have held us back and created insecurities that keep us from taking that leap of taking a risk and doing something we've never done before, or even trying something that's like really natural to us, but we're just afraid how other people will react. And, you know, I'm 52. And so as I've grown older, one thing that I've definitely learned is that time is not on our side. So as I'm recording this, today is the 26th of January, and it was a day that Um, Kobe Bryant's life and his daughter's life and three other people on a helicopter were killed suddenly. And it's just a constant reminder to me that he left a great legacy. Like he left a huge legacy for his family, for all of us, for people who don't even know who he is. Um, He did what he was called to do and he did it well. And I, you know, think that it's really great that he has this legacy, but I look at the people around me and myself and I think, So what are we doing to leave our own legacy? Um, And so getting over the fear of starting is one of the things, one of the resources I really hope will help any of you out there who want to leave a legacy, want to, you know, stand out, step out and live your purpose on earth, but are a little afraid. And that's what I'm hoping that this little workbook will do for you. Um, And we can work along together and work on keeping you from holding yourself back and living out your true legacy that God has planted you here for. Having said all that, if you haven't gone through episode 36 and 37, which were step one and two, um, you might want to go back and listen to those real quick um, after you listen to this or before you listen so that you can get 
every step in that I'm talking about during this month. Um, So this is step three I'm going to talk about today. And step three is research, research, research. Um, I'll talk a little bit more about research, not getting caught up in research, but first, research. So that is, this is the meat and foundation of where you want to be. Um, start somewhere, just start somewhere. I mean, like I tell my daughter when she's like, I don't know how to find out about that. Um, there's this little thing called the internet. Yeah, it's huge. And like, you can go on there and there's like anything you want to find. It's like crazy. And there's this little search engine called Google. Yeah. And it's really cool. You can type in whatever you want to find and it'll give you information about it. So, I'm not going to talk to you like I do my 16-year-old, but I may have to, that you can Google search anything. You can go to YouTube. You can go to Pinterest. There are tons of free resources. Like in this day and age, there are really no excuses for not knowing, not being able to find resources. You can find books. You can go to Amazon and find books about it. You can search and Google books for whatever topic you want to learn more about. But honestly, wholeheartedly, there really is no excuse. I mean, I was raised in the 80s. And in the 80s, we didn't have no internet. We didn't have, we had to go to the library. Um, Yeah, we couldn't go look on, do our papers from home. You had to leave the house and go get resources. So I'm not hearing any of your excuses. Um, They're right at your fingertips. So the other thing, having said that, that you need to get started on research and you need to spend time on research. Don't get stuck here. Don't, do not get stuck here. That's what they call analysis paralysis. When you're stuck in the research phase, Um, during the step, you take time. Well, during the research phase, you want to take time to develop knowledge you need to take the steps forward. And here's the thing. As you're learning, you can take steps. So as you're learning more about what you want to pursue, whatever that is, you can start taking steps. You can start taking baby steps, but continue to grow and learn. I mean, most people, even professionals, they continue to grow and learn in the careers or paths or whatever they're in. You're, they never stop. So here are four things that will help you move forward. Number one, as you're doing your research, find a place to keep all of your notes. Like have just one notebook dedicated or do a folder that has places where you can print stuff off and, you know, you have a folder place, but have a space dedicated just for that information so that it doesn't end up on a piece on the back of a receipt on the piece of a paper thrown in your desk, on a post-it note. I love me some post-it notes. Nothing against, no shade against post-it notes. But those things are dangerous and they go everywhere and that sticky does fall off. It does not always stick. So put it in a place where you know you can go back to, you can find that research, you can look at it again and again, you can add to it. And always have some place you can also put print off papers because I'm one of those people that like, I have a tendency to print stuff off. It's probably... Not good for the environment or the trees, but um, I like to have paper in my hand. So if I see an article or something, I want to print it off. So yes, have a place to put any print offs and where you can write notes. So they do sell folders that have, or binders and notebooks that have folder sections and notebooks to write in. So there's plenty of those resources you can use. Um, Number two, write your goal at the top of your notes. So before you even start, write what you're looking for. Write down like this notebook is for researching um, how to start a lemonade stand and make money and that have your focus on that all the time. And if you want to, to be consistent, to be keep your mind focused, write that at the top of every page so that every time you're doing research, every time you open that notebook, 
no matter what page you turn to, you see that goal or that intention at the top. Number three, allow yourself time in your day to spend doing research. So just set aside like 15, 20 minutes. Now, like if you're like me, like I have trouble with that because once I start getting into researching something, um, I, go, I can go down a rabbit hole. I can stay there for hours. So set a timer. Set a timer on your phone. And if you want to dedicate 15 to 20 minutes of every evening doing research, do that and just do it for that time. And then mark where you left off and then come back the next day. It doesn't have to be like an all or none, like I'm sitting down doing research and I'm going to spend the next five hours. You can just dedicate a small amount of time and focus your time totally on doing that. Don't get distracted by your phone. Set your timer and gather that information. And number four, be sure not to get stuck in this step. Like I said before, analysis paralysis, where you're analyzing so deeply how to do it that you never, ever, ever start. I've seen it happen. I've seen people buy all the materials, buy all the pieces. Um, they're going to take a, they're going to do like a training class. They buy the book, they pay for the class, they do all that, and they never take the test. They never take the class. They never do the work. They get stuck in finding out about it. And so where does that leave them? Where does that leave you? In the exact same position, but with less money and less time on your hands. So use your time wisely um, and just keep taking, as you take steps, as you do research, take steps. And that's um, step three. Step three, you can spend a lot of time in or you spend a little time in. The one thing I want to encourage you is when you are doing research about something that you want to achieve, that you take steps while you're doing the research. Um, and, and take, you know, like if you're really cautious, take safe steps, right? Um, because you, you don't want to take a step that you make a financial, you know, you, you create a lot of financial problems for yourself because, you know, say you want to start a clothing boutique um, and you don't spend any time researching the clothing, clothing boutique. You don't know anything about where the clothes are coming from, the company or anything. And you go off and you buy like $5,000 worth of clothes and you really don't know what you're doing. You haven't researched. I'm giving you an example that I used. <laughs> this is me. This is something I did. Um, I, I started my boutique. I did research the company. I was so excited about it. And like I saw how people have been successful at it. So uh, me and my husband, you know, we came in together and we bought all the pieces to start this boutique. The one thing that I didn't do that I wish I had done is learn about the industry, learn about the clothing industry, learn about um, how to have a boutique, um, do more research on that. I did not do that. But I did take that step. So as I had the boutique, I learned more about it. I did more research. I attended webinars. Um, I, I found people online to follow that talked more about it. So I did develop those skills and do that research. But I had already invested in it. So I had invested interest to see it succeed also. So you can do it what way works for you. But you have to know, you know, know yourself, number one. And um, continue taking steps. So if you're doing research and say you, you know, you just take a step and buy a few clothing or, you know, you want to start a boutique and you buy half the amount of clothing, you start slow. Start where you're at, but do take steps. So that's step number three. Research, research, research. Don't forget to grab your copy of Overcoming the Fear of Starting. You can get it on Amazon. Just type in Overcoming the Fear of Starting. And you can probably type in my name. I don't know. There may be a lot of Stephanie Jacksons out there. But Overcoming the Fear of Starting, you can grab that workbook on Amazon um, and we can start working through it, figure out the best steps for you to take, but take it in your own time and 
as always, you guys, keep reaching for your sweetest life. If you know someone that this may help, that, you know, someone that this may benefit, please make sure to share it. I appreciate that my mission, my purpose, my goal is to help women live their sweetest life and to really move past anything that's stopping them. So if you know someone that this could benefit, please share it with them. We sisters, we got to stick together and keep each other going. Um, We cannot um, let any of us fall by the wayside. So if you know someone that's help, please pass it on. Okay, I'm going to get out of here because it's Sunday night and I want to get this to you by Monday and um, I will catch up with you on the next podcast. Don't forget to follow me on Instagram. I'll be going live this week on Instagram talking about step two, which you can listen to on episode 37. Um, and I'll talk more about that. I'll be open for question and answers. So if you have any questions about um, overcoming the fear of starting or taking steps towards your vision, purpose, and goal, meet me on Instagram on Wednesday night. I think it's going to be Wednesday night. Yep. Monday night, the 20, what, that the 29th, I think, the 29th of January. And catch that live to learn and talk and, inter, you know, have some questions ready. I want to talk about you. I want to hear what's going on with you. And I want to hear where you're headed. So yes, share, like, comment. Um, and if you get a chance, leave a review because that really, I love hearing your reviews and what you guys um, he- think about what you're hearing. So I'm out of here. You guys have a great week and I'll catch it with you next week.